Performance on demand podcast number 10. In five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to Performance on Demand podcast with Craig and Jeremy, where you will learn all things endurance sports from training and nutrition to mental strength. Everything you need and want to know in one place. Welcome everyone to the Performance on Demand podcast. I'm your host, Craig Willard, along with Jeremy Brown. How are you, Jeremy? I'm good. I'm doing very well. How are you? Man, I cannot complain. Did you? Uh, I guess you just came back from a ride from taking the kiddos back. Uh, I'm sure you got your mind clear for this podcast, and you are ready to go. Yeah, you know, and this is one that, that we've talked about a few times before, and I'm actually really excited about it because it is something that admittedly I struggle with. And so it'll be interesting to get more of your perspective on it as well as sure. provide a few thoughts that I have um, from, from my uh, unfocused point of view. Well, that's a perfect segue into the premise of this podcast is just to talk about focus. And it doesn't matter if I'm talking to an athlete or someone at work, you know, for example, I'll ask you just to be open and honest. If I say, what is focus? What is your response to that? You know, it's funny because you asked that the other day and that's been bothering me ever since. And, and my, my reaction was, or my first instinct is concentration. Right. And so then I go, what is concentration? That's where I hit the, the, the wall. It's yeah. what exactly, without using that word, you know, that's another thing that uh, you remember back in grade school, it's, you know, you can't include, um, a, a word in the definition of the word. And so I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, well, really, I don't have an answer for that. Like I, I don't, I, I know what it is, but I don't know what it is. If that makes sense. No, absolutely. It makes completely sense. And here we go. I said completely. Completely sense. Oh, no. <laughs> no. So here's the thing. When we think about focus, what we really think about is, and, and the reason I say it this way is because uh, oftentimes get athletes asking me, how do I focus? And the interesting perspective of that is we focus all day long. I mean, we focus all day, all day. And the, the, the issue is, is that people really don't understand what focus really means. And so if you thought about how many thoughts you had today, uh, some people will say we spend 20,000 thoughts per day. Uh, others will tell you that we spend at least 70,000 thoughts per day. Wow. But at any given time, you're thinking about something. And when you think, you are focusing on that. And that focus might just be for five seconds. It might be for a minute. But it switches. And you can't think about something without focusing on it. And to go even further, you can't think about it without talking to yourself about it. And think about that. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> does, does it make sense what I just said? It does. It does. Yeah. It take it takes a minute, honestly, to think about it and absorb it because it's it's pretty deep. But you know, at, at I think at the end, it's you have to focus on focusing. Well, 
So if I said, what are you thinking on right now? What are you thinking about? And you might go, well, I'm thinking about this podcast. And I say, exactly. So where's your focus? On the podcast. Exactly. In five minutes, you may dream off into some other land and start visioning what you're going to do tomorrow. And guess where your focus then is? It moves on. On that. And then in five more minutes, you're going to focus on that and this and that. And it continues to change. So when we go, I don't know how to focus, one has to say, well, really, we do. What we don't know how to do is to maintain focus on a specific thing. And that's what's really key. When When we're talking about, as an athlete, how we focus, it's really slowing down the interchanging of thoughts so that we're not going to this and that. And, you know, we're not looking at our feet. We're not looking at the people next door to us. We're not... And, you know, we're not looking at the guy that's grilling a burger next door on his deck. You know, we're we're focusing on and maintaining that focus for a period of time. Okay. And so when you do that, when you start focusing on this and that and whatever else, the problem is, is that you start one, you start burning a ton of energy. I mean, brain uses majority of the energy of our body, but so you're using a ton of energy to switch focus, but you're also potentially pulling yourself out of the now, what we call the present, which actually keeps you from performing at your best. Okay. Yeah, I can see where that, yep. So if I ask you, you know, um, when you're running, what do you focus on? Because now you, now you understand, well, that's right. But, but there are times to where I have certain cues within myself or I coach to have cues within uh, within your run that, you know, for instance, uh, just an example, one of my bad habits is my right foot will clip my left calf on recovery if I'm getting tired. And so that is a trigger for me to focus on form. Sure. So you've almost, you've, you've put in a bit of a security in saying, well, when I feel this, I know that. Yes. Yeah. If it's then that type thing. Right. And that's great. But that's something that you don't have to think about until you feel something specific. Correct. It's Correct. almost an automatic response. Right. Okay. Yep. It's basically a reaction to something. Right. So then, you know, if we, if we talk about focus being something that we literally do all day, which may or may not surprise many of the athletes that listen to this, when you think about it as being thought, it just means that you're going to maintain a specific thought for a period of time. And you want to continue that. And that's, that's what meditation is all about. It's about being at one with yourself and being able to allow a lot of these things to just disappear and we just become centered and focused. And we focus on something specific for a period of time and it calms and collects us. And, and that, that's no different really when we're an athlete or uh, if we're working at the office or if we're at home. Focus is focus. Yeah, focus is focus. Um, And one of the common, one of the common things that people will suggest, which I think now that I begin to really dig into this is kind of funny, is they go, self-talk is really, really important. And I'm like, yeah, it really is. But tell me, when's the last time that you didn't have self-talk at any point in your life other than when you're asleep? We always talk to ourselves. Always. Yes. A thought does not exist without self-talk. 
there even when you think that you're not thinking about something you're literally thinking about not thinking about something and when you do that you're speaking to yourself internally so there is power in the self talk but what's more important is what self talk are you giving what are you saying to yourself that will continue to allow you to focus on it right, or right. really is it positive or is it negative and when I'm coaching athletes, I oftentimes talk about energies and I actually do it when I say, you know, when two individuals connect, when they touch, they can never leave each other the same. There's always going to be, you know, when two energies collide, whether it's like a conversation, it's eye to eye or it's a touch of some sort, but they, they never leave the, each other in the same state. They're either leaving in a better position or in a worse position. Okay. Does that make sense? sense. That does make sense. Okay. So if you spin that around and you say, we know that psychologically we can only have one thought at a time, just one. And that one thought for that, however period of time is, is our focus. Is that focus going to leave us in a better shape or a worse shape? Is that focus going to be positive and optimistic or is it going to be pessimistic and negative and talking about how we're not good and we uh, we're slow or we we hurt or uh, the other, you know, plethora of things that people can say that bring your performance down? Does that make so, sense? Yeah, absolutely. And so I, that actually kind of leads into a question that I, that I had because I'm very much a student in this as well because I do admittedly struggle with focus at times. And for me, I've learned that it's not, and talking to you about it as well, it's helped me to understand that it's not focus that I'm lacking. It is, for me, it's prioritization. And I, I think that um, with what you had just said, I, I believe that with some athletes, it's also prioritization. Uh, of, of where they focus their energy. Do they focus their energy on that missed you know, swim interval or do they focus their energy on um, the set the next day? They focus, yep. you know, are, they, are they doing a set? And like you said, what do you think about when you're running? There are some times to where if I'm having something bothering me, I don't think about my run. I just go run. Well, that's not always the best set physically and, and physiologically, but mentally those can be really good, really good workouts. And so right. um, I think that to kind of go with what you were saying – that I think a lot of people struggle with the prioritizing of what to focus on. So maybe we, you, I think I agree with you that we, we can focus. Everybody focuses whether it's 20,000 or 7,000 times a day, but it's a matter of prioritizing what deserves that energy the right. most. Yes, it's the quality of the focus. Yes. So now that you know that you really can focus, that you focus all day, every day, it's just controlling what the focus is. And for how long? And especially when it's, uh, you know, if you are in the infant stages of learning how to swim, your focus is obviously needs to be on where your mechanics are, right? Right. So as you're as you're learning something, you need to learn how to do it properly. So oftentimes, and I'm sure you probably give people cues, say, think about your hand going here or remember out, you know, your, your hand comes out first or whatever it may be. But during that exercise, it's to focus specifically on what you're wanting to improve. Right. Until the point that you get really good at it. And Mm -hmm. this is where it gets different because 
when you get really good at something, when you develop mastery through process goals, you begin to do it automatically. And that's a really, really good place because when you do it automatically, that's where you can start to develop getting into the zone and uh, you can really just, you can flow out a ton of, of work and not really feel like you're doing it. Right. So then at that point, your, your focus must be something different. And, you know, many people do different things. Uh, I've used with some athletes, I've, uh, I say focus on your child or focus on a really fun point of life or, you know, a vacation or a trip or something to keep your mind in a happy place right. and not thinking about what you're doing. Because our, our automation starts from uh, our subconscious. Our subconscious will feed the motor, motor cortex and drive us to a point of being in the zone. It's when we start questioning everything from the, like the prefrontal cortex. We'll start questioning things that we do that we start to lose we start to lose focus because really we start questioning ourselves about everything that we're doing. Are we where we're supposed to be? Is our hands there? Is our knees the right place? Is our, are we hitting the, are the bottoms of our feet hitting the con the pavement at the right position? But there's right. so many things. And right. so it, it is, yeah, there's a ton of things. And you know, the best, the best a performer can, can perform is in a state of focus. And again, it's about what you choose to make your thought. If you're yeah, going to, you like does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Because we focus all day. It's just a choice. Now it's a choice. And it took me a while to kind of understand this. I, I even did some research and I was thinking, you know, there's got to be more to this. I mean, people are confused by focus. They'll say, okay, I need to focus. And then I say, yeah, you got to focus. And then say, uh, what, do, what do I focus on? And it, it's very common. And and it makes sense, and and hopefully this at least from the you know, from where we were to now, it's starting to you're starting to understand what the focus really is, and the focus is is just the thought at the time, and then the self talk is your conversation about that thought that you're having yeah. in, that you're having internally. Right, right. Yeah, I mean that all that all makes perfect sense. That's that, that's that's a great way to put it because you know, like I said, when you asked me, I was like, well, focus. That's concentration. Well, what's concentration? <laughs> I don't have a clue, but I know, <laughs> so, I know what focus is. Focus is concentration. You so. know, it's it's funny, though, because uh, we'll have this little game with my daughter. Uh, I'll, I'll just throw out a word, and I'll say, tell me what it means, and then she'll give me another word. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Let's. Right, right. Let, it's really hard. You know, we have, a, we have a fun time with it, and she'll throw out a word, and, I, and I'll stumble because we take so much of, the, of this English language kind of for granted in the sense that we don't really know we assume we're using the words appropriately, but maybe we're not. And, right, right. and that's one of them. Focus. It's so big. So well, let me ask you a question then. Sure. I don't interrupt you, but I was just thinking about this. So for someone like myself or, or many, many people, not just athletes, but many people in the world that struggle with not focusing, but maybe prioritization, do you have, a, do you have an exercise or a couple of exercises that can kind of help someone like myself to step back and kind of put things where they belong? Well, let, let's go back a step. Because what I think is really important is how long you can maintain focus. Because I can prioritize, I can help you prioritize depending upon where you're at. But if you can't stay there, it doesn't matter. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes, yes, absolutely. So you can prioritize, but you can go 1 to 10, 1 to 10, 1 to 10, 1 to 10, over and over and over again, you get nowhere. 
because okay. you're just running through them and you're burning tons of energy and your thoughts are all over the place and you're getting worn out. You're, I mean, you're mentally worn out. So one of the things that I like to do, and, and everyone does it a bit differently, but you know, it's easy to go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and you can almost do that automatically. So what I do is say, let's start at a hundred. And if we start at a hundred and go backwards, we have to consciously think about that. Correct. So 98, 99, 97, and see how far you get. <laughs> you started with 98. See, I, I know. <laughs> uh, hey, first break all the rules, right? Right, right. <laughs> no. Uh, so you start at 100, 100, and then 99, 98, and see how far you get before you realize that you veered off. Right. And then do it again. Right. And do it again. And it's practice. And it's sometimes awkward. It's because... You're doing something that you are not accustomed to doing. Mm -hmm. So one of the things is to literally just count. And, um, you know, it doesn't take much, but, um, you know, if, if you do that consistency consistently for, for a period of time, then, uh, then we can work on now that I can focus, what is it that I focus on? And like I said before, when it comes to prioritization, you know, some of that's going to be a, where are you in your training? Are right. you about to start a race or are you starting, um, you know, you've been doing triathlons for a while, but you've been doing them on your own and now you're learning how to do things. You know, you've got a coach that's bringing you back a couple steps to say, Hey, you're in the performance range, but yet you didn't, we didn't quite nail down the process stuff. So let's go back and get you really really improving on that role uh, or that area. And then your performance stuff will just automatically pick up. So depending upon where you are, those prioritizations will change. Right. Okay. That makes sense. But what I will say is, and it, and it varies, it really varies. You know, some people are really good with this stuff and others don't get it at all. Um, but what's really important is the quality of time that you are spending a in a positive focus and B knowing that we are really human and that we can't have that level of perfection to where we don't have a negative thought. Right. It's not about the fact that you have one. It's about how long are you staying there? Mm -hmm. So how are you, you know, whether you're using stop as a verbal cue, literally out loud to say stop and refocus back on what you want. Now, some people goes, well, I don't, I mean, I'm, when I'm running, I don't know what to focus on. And I say, well, what, what's your happy place? Right. You know, some people will, will say, well, I like to, you know, I like to think about, you know, vacation. Some people want to think about just calm and collected breathing. Uh, some want to say calm and collected, calm and collected, you know, yeah. verbally out loud. Because again, as I said earlier, you can only have one thought at a time. And if you're thinking calm and collected, you can't think anything negative. That's for sure. Well, and, and to add to that real quickly too is, um, something else that when uh, maybe, maybe later on in that run, you know, you start when the negative thoughts start to creep in one of the very first and prime suspects that, that cause that negative thoughts is nutrition and hydration. Mm -hmm. And you'd be surprised, but, and we kind of laugh about it now, but, um, uh, we did some, I did some, uh, half marathons with Kendall and we're running along and we're at like mile 10 and she just gets really quiet. And kind of goes that whole introverted self, you know, uh, internalizes everything. And I asked her, I said, I said, what's, you know, what's wrong? You quit talking. And her reply was, I just don't want to talk. 
and it, her friend was running between the two of us. And I looked at her. I know her well enough. I looked at her and I said, eat something. Within a mile yeah. and a half, she was back. Right. So some, sometimes that self-talk comes in and, and we get frustrated because we can't focus or we're just beating ourselves up. Think about from a coaching standpoint, just my advice is to think about your nutrition. When's the last time you ate something? Your yes. body, when it goes, when it goes you know, uh, nutritionally you know, deficient, all of a sudden it's going to be like, all right, I got to start doing something. It's one of the first things to come up. So just a, a quick side note from a coach and that, that I have experienced personally um, and that I have experienced through my athletes as well. No, that's a that's a great point. And you know, when your when your brain doesn't have when your body doesn't have the nutrients to function properly, you can't expect it to function right. properly. Right. And that starts with the nutrients. I mean, it, yep. you know, sleep and nutrients, and um, you know. But w- if we go back to in you know when someone's running or uh, when they're in an event or when they're training, you know, one of the other things that really that I struggle with especially when you're dealing with events where you don't have the ability to have music is that when you practice with music, you call, you can potentially cause yourself more focusing issues when you don't have it because you've not prepared yourself. Right. That's absolutely, absolutely correct. I mean, I've seen that more often than not where uh, people almost get freaked out. I can't have music and they don't know, they don't know how to go through the day and process like they should. Right. Well, and even your body makes sounds, right? right. I mean, yeah. your body is a musical instrument, not just by singing or singing horribly like I would, but it, but shout the, out <laughs> the, the shaping of your, you know, of your yes. clothing or yes. your footsteps or your breathing, breathing, they all become that you hear the sound. And if you evolve with that sound, you actually start to learn what it sounds like to perform where you're supposed to. And or could, to or to slip away from that, right? Yeah. So uh, that's another thing that I like to do. And then, um, you know, you can always, as a focusing technique, uh, envision. You know, it doesn't have to be an apple or a pencil, but envision having something in your hands that's not there, and think about it, and talk in detail about what it looks like. Turn it over. You know, look at the stem and just make it up. Yeah. But you're but you're continuing to focus for a period of time and that's what's important. So yes. build yourself up to five minutes and then build yourself up to ten minutes and so forth. Because at that point, then the easy part is to prioritize your focusing and with practice, you got it. Absolutely. Yeah. So anyway, uh, you know, how, how does that do you think that's really you know, I'm I'm speaking this from my perspective, so I'm looking for that open-ended thought from your side. Does that help? Under it does, it, it does. It's um, from my perspective, it's deep. I have to really think about it, yeah. uh, to make it make sense. But when you actually put time into it and you think about it, you're like, okay. And so it it does. It starts to make sense. And so for me, I have to. I always say, you know, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? So I have to right. take everything we've discussed and all your recommendations. And say, okay, now what can I do right now that can help me? Okay, well, I need to start, you know, in my runs, I need to start focusing and processing something about my run form for the first, you know, work on it for 30 seconds. This is exactly what I tell athletes is just an example with, with running since we're on the topic is, you know, changing your run form is a daunting task. You're not going to do it in two, four, six weeks. Like it takes time. Right. But you also, your, your brain can be so overloaded with it, you get frustrated because you don't see that change. And so I tell them to, and this is the exact words, focus on it from one mailbox to the next or yep. one light pole to the next or yep. one, you know, one straightaway on the track to the next. 
and then forget about it. Go back to your normal day processing whatever you think about and then come back to it right. and so on and so forth. And so something, uh, something I take away from this personally is to start to increase my time of focus because I, I was just telling um, Kendall earlier, I said, you know, part of my problem is I'll get on here, I'll get online during the workday and, and, you know, I, I, I coach full time. And so I'll get on here and I'll go and I'll start, you know, tweaking training plans or updating zones or building this or, or marketing or whatever component I'm in that day. And it's like at the blink of an eye, I'm back on Facebook liking people's posts. And it's like, yep. what was I doing? I'll pull a tab up and I'm like, I don't even know what I was going to type there or why I even went to that site. Right. And so for me, it's, it's, it's more of dedicating myself to a longer period of time focusing, which Absolutely. is what I take away from your talk is, or from, from your thoughts is, in general, we have become a very sporadic here and now type of, of mentality. And that's with Facebook. That's if someone texts you, how quick? How quick do you reply to someone if they text you? It's yeah. usually you, you have your phone right there, you pick it yep. up, bam, and you send it back. Yep. We're very much right then and there in that moment. When that moment's gone, we move on. And so that is starting to affect our focus as a as a culture and as a people. Um, but especially as 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 you know, endurance athletes, we're trying to focus on strength work, swimming and hiking and running and family and work and bills and yeah. everything. It's like, okay. That that prioritization needs to come in, and and for me personally, I need to work on extending my length of focus for the number one priority or the number two priority, or number three priority. Yep, that's right. Well, I mean, as easily as I could have said it, that's exactly right. Uh, when you talk about focus, when someone speaks of focus, uh, what they mean is what you're what you are putting in your attention cue. What is it that you are thinking about at this point? What is the quality of it, and how long are you doing it? Yes, okay. absolutely. And so yeah, that's that's all solid, really but, solid stuff. And you made a perfect point, and that is that we are so busy. Oh, and yeah. one of the biggest issues for someone who can't focus is because they are thinking about ten thousand things they need to do. So management of your time is extremely important to ensure that you are able to focus when you need to. If you got, you know, if you got a hundred things to do and you're just throwing in your run in the middle of that, well, you're probably thinking about the hundred things you need to do while you, what you should be doing right now. Instead, you're running. Well, and you know, here's the thing too, you know it better than most because I've talked to you about it. That's something I severely struggle with. Yeah. I have got a whiteboard and, and it's funny because Kendall came up the other day. She's like, Oh, what'd you do? You know, what'd you do for work today? And she looks at the board and I've got two things checked off out of 20. <laughs> and those two things happened two right. weeks ago. And she's like, What's going on here? I'm like, well, I've got this, I've got this to-do list that has an arrow that points to the next to-do list, which to the next to-do list. And so I just keep adding to the to-do list and I don't focus on, you know, the top priorities. And so it's funny sure. that you just said that because it's like, okay, I need to sit down and say, this is what it is. And you know better, like I said, better than most, that day-to-day, that's my battle with myself is what means the most, what is the most beneficial to my athletes and to myself and to my family, right. what do I need to do? So I, I think that, this is and this is the topic that I, I don't know. Search the podcast, you know, to our listeners. Search all the podcasts. See if you hear anything else like this, because I'm pretty sure this is not something that's that's discussed. Who wants to talk about focus? Let's talk about yeah. numbers. Let's talk about watts. Let's talk right. about you know all this other stuff. And how many times a day you should poop and pee? Like, come on, talk about all this other right. stuff. But I believe that this is this is a topic that really um, it, it can really hold back people from from seeing their full potential, and that that's focus. Absolutely. I did that research in, in advance because, you know, I want to give things that are new and a different perspective that, I mean, if we're all saying the same thing, I mean, that's, there's no 
there's no really, there's not anything good coming out of that. I mean, there is, right. but I want something new and a different perspective. And so, you know, I wrote, uh, we did the blog post uh, last Monday on focus. And, and so I can go through some of those and some of them already have, but you know, for people that need to focus, remember to manage your time appropriately and do yeah. that in advance to save you from having the pressure at the moment of having to think about 10,000 things. And, you know, part of that too is a control mechanism. Sometimes we want to take control of everything. And in right. doing so, we tend to lose, lose control everything. of, yeah, we lose <laughs> our focus. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, take a well, breather so I, from tech. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go, go, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, take a breather from technology. As you said earlier, I mean, good God, I, I'm just as guilty as everyone else of living on our phones and our, and, the internet. And of course I'm in school online. So I live on a computer and you talk about even harder to focus. It's just every day it's a struggle. So take time out. There's all those, there's all those freaking YouTube videos of cats. <laughs> what a time uh, suck. What a time suck. Yeah. There's actually, there's actually, uh, on the lighter side of things, there's actually, uh, some type of app or software that you can actually go to and it will tell you what percent of your day when you're logged in is spent on what website. Yeah. Go check that out. I don't remember what it's called, but go go see if you can find it and see if you can figure out just where you're spending your time and then say, okay, does that yeah. really where I need is that really where I need to be? Well, well probably you know, sometimes probably not. Who knows? But well, you like, never know where you're wasting your time until it's laid out in front of you. Well sure. And and we oftentimes think we're really busy when actually we're really just wasting time that we don't think about wasting. And you know it's funny because if you put it in the same perspective you don't realize how much money you waste on things until yeah. you actually sit down to your budget. And then you're like, holy oh, crap, what? Yeah. It's the yeah. exact same thing, exact yep. same process. It's a lack of focus. Yep. So I think sure. that's a, a really, really good chat. And, and in an attempt to possibly PR this talk, um, if you have any final notes, throw them out there. But we're going to go straight into our, our three-question fund. So I'll let you kind of do Ooh. a closing recap. Um, and I've actually got some questions that, that you and I are both going to answer. Okay. All right. So uh, again, Last couple of tips, manage your time wisely. Take breathers from technology. You know, when I said earlier, uh, use an exercise like um, envisioning something that's in your hands that's not really there and, and take, take the intent of trying to focus on that for at least five minutes. And when you get there, move it to 10 and, and so forth. You know, uh, I talked about earlier, count from 100 to 10, get all the way down to zero. When you, when you stop and break off, you come back. So uh, you start all over again. And then when you're training, use focus words like relax or um, breathe, you know, breathe, calm uh, and collected, cadence. cadence, things out loud that you listen to that will keep you focused exactly where you need to. And then um, do what? I, just, I was just agreeing. That's, that's money. That's yeah. really, really good stuff. And then focus on the sounds of your body when you're performing. Whatever it is that you're doing, focus on that sound. And you can get comfortable with actually learning what it sounds like to run at a certain pace or to bike at a certain pace. And if you do that without using any type of music, you will find that you're far more prepared for an event than if you used music, music in training. Yes. And then last... And, you know, to add... Go ahead. No, 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 go. I was just going to say to add to that same thought process, the, the biking and the, the running, to me, one of the most therapeutic things that I can do is swimming because you have to focus. You have to tune out because you can't hear anything. All you can do is see and feel. Yep. You, there's no, you know, there are some music. Most people don't use it. I don't recommend it. 
but you, your head's in the water, you're staring down, you're thinking about your stroke. You are completely focused in that moment. To me, that's so relaxing, therapeutic because I'm just kind of there going through it, doing what I need to do. Very true. It's almost like your own meditation. It is. Yeah. And then the last one, we talked about it earlier, self-talk. Make sure that you're leaving yourself in a better position than, than a worse. And we cannot think without self-talk. It's not possible. So make sure to use it appropriately to keep you in the focus of whatever it is that you are choosing to focus on and then do it for as long as you can. That's got it. Money, money. All right. So we're going to move into our favorite part of the discussion. Not really. Probably our least favorite because we don't know what's coming. But I want you to pick a number between one and 25. Oh, boy. 25. This is like a choose your own destiny book. 25. 25. Lame. Who is your favorite author? Hmm. Wow. Um. Interesting. Favorite. Because well, see, author. here's here's the problem I'm running with this question is I know a lot of books because I read quite a bit, but yeah. I don't know the authors. Well, the so first one that com- I'll be honest, you know, the first one that comes to mind has nothing to do with sports and all to do with motivation, and that's Daniel Pink's Drive. I absolutely okay. love that book, and it basically uh, boils uh, motivation down to three things: purpose. Uh, mastery and autonomy. And you can actually play that pretty well into sports. Uh, You have to massage it a bit, but uh, that would probably be it. What about you? You know, and that's the problem is that I kind of get hung between sport and not sport. Um, I enjoy, obviously, my military background. I enjoy military books. Um, uh, All real stuff, not not, not the make-believe stuff. I'm very much, um, I guess it's a nonfiction, I think, is uh, what I like to, I prefer to read. But, you know, for me, I really enjoy, I enjoy reading anything that has to do with like performance or anything that has to do with, you know, training and methodology. So Joe Friel's book is, is all oh, of his books yeah. are really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, a friend of mine, Hunter Allen, who we'll have on the show at some point in time, he's got a great book, Training Race with a Power Meter. But I think the one that I like the most is uh, Matt Dixon. He's uh, head coach at Purple Patch uh, Coaching. And it's just it's the well built triathlete, and to me, he doesn't he he gives a, a version of tri training, much like you and I like like calls it like it is like there are little spots in the book that he wrote that's just like I call it real talk, it's just little things. Says okay, people say you need this, but you really don't freaking need this. Just go ride your bike more, or whatever. So it's it's very enlightening. So I think that's probably probably my favorite author at this point in time would be Matt Dixon, and he's not necessarily an author; he's just a coach that wrote a book. Very so good. I guess he's technically an author. So, uh, all right. So carrying on, uh, one to one to twenty four or twenty five. Since Jerry picked twenty five, uh, twelve. Oh, really? This is this is weird. What is your favorite book to read? Let's skip that <laughs> one because we kind we kind of just covered that. So pick another. Okay. One. So, uh, let's do six. Apparently, we need to read more. This is a sign. That's funny. Uh, six. Oh, here we go. What really makes you angry? Oh boy. Oh. Do we have enough time on the podcast for this? <sighs> I know you got to go shortly, but. Uh... <laughs> well, I would give my nerd answer and say that I control what I think go, about. But well, I'm, we wanna, we I, let's, let's, let's get real about that. this. All right. <laughs> University of Louisville fans really oh! piss me off. <laughs> uh, there. Uh, I am a Kentucky Wildcat fan. So those guys, those guys that we are in Kentucky, uh, those Duke fans, I love you as a listener. I can't stand basketball. Sorry. <laughs> no, and here's the thing. I, I will go on a limb and say I'll call him out because I will tag him in this. But I have a, a buddy of mine, Chris Hutchins, and, and he's a uh, Maverick Multisport team director there in Louisville. And you'll actually meet him when I come up for Ironman Louisville. He's a 
diehard Louisville fan and we go back and forth, it is nonstop trash talking when basketball season gets here. But he knows that we've owned him for a few years yeah. now. To yeah. include in their house. So <laughs> I, I can I can feel your pain with that. I absolutely feel your pain. You know, uh, one thing it makes me probably it makes me more angry than anything else is if we are at an intersection and I either motion you in or motion you out into traffic and you do not wave at me. Oh my mm. God, let me tell you right now. If I can rear in someone, that's the point in time to do it. That's what makes me truly angry. So, that, anyway. that's, that's hilarious. Get my, my blood pressure's getting up. We got to move on. Uh, all right. So, one to 25. Last one. Uh, seven. Oh, here we go. This is a good one. What motivates you to work hard? Oh, my gosh. Oof. Mm. These are deep. Oof. Um, a podcast just on this. What motivates me to work hard? Well, if, it, if we're talking about, and, and it's, uh, I'm trying not to put too much thought into this. Um, the, yeah, I'll be really on. Well, I'll be really honest, and this is more heartfelt than anything. It's it's to ensure that I have the tools necessary to help the person that I'm working with. Yeah, absolutely. And, 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 I, and I'm not saying that to be kind of you know um, soft hearted. I I guess I really am. Uh, but you know, it's really important for me to feel like I have every tool available to ensure that I coach my athletes with the best that's available. And that's what drives me every single day to sometimes even go to bed at one or two o'clock in the morning and totally forget where I'm at because I'm so involved into whatever I'm reading so that I can ensure to have that as another tool in the shed to help someone get forward. No, that's, that's excellent. And you know, that's the thing is that I think, I think one of these podcasts needs to be just a short one kind of about who, who is Craig, who is Craig Willard, who is Jeremy Brown, because you have a, you have a very successful um, a career in the industry you're in and you are stepping into another career essentially. Yeah. And you obviously have to work hard to be able to put in the time and the hours at, at, you know, at both positions. Right. And right. so, you know, th- that kind of, you know, what, what drives me, um, to, to work hard, what really makes me want to work hard is, is very similar to yours. It's, I want to be the best person in that position to help whoever it is that I can help. And, and we've talked about it before. I, I come from a line of servitude. I mean, you know my mom. And I, I mentioned that, I think, in a podcast a while back is that you go to her house, you don't touch the dishes, you don't do anything. Sure. She's a, she is a, My mother and father are two of the most hardworking people. You know dad. Yes. Yeah. Most hardworking people that I've ever met in my entire life. I mean, you know, 33 years at one factory just to provide for his family. Right. You know, mom's always worked her butt off, keep the house clean, work jobs, do whatever she had to do. And so, you know, they instilled in me uh, working hard, and then the military kind of critiqued that a little bit more and took it a step further. But I too have that same the same thought process. You know, when it comes down to it, I don't want to use the word success because I don't believe you're ever truly, truly and fully successful. Like I think there's always another step that you can grow to and you can become. Um, and so I don't, you know, I think that when people say, "Oh yeah, I'm successful," that means that you've kind of hit your plateau. Right. And I don't, I don't, I don't personally believe in that. So what motivates me to work hard is just to be the best. For the moment that is that is with me, Absolutely. that's kind of my kind of my thing. So, uh, wow, we ended that on a great question. That was a good one. Uh, let Soft. me ask. Let me throw one more out here. This one right. came from my my daughter. Um, it's, it's, it's a riddle. It, no, it's a riddle. So, thirty cows in a field, twenty eight chickens. How many didn't? This is awesome. I love I think, this. I think she I think she forgot some words in that. Nope. <laughs> That's what I nope. said. Zero. Uh zero didn't. No. What's the answer? Thirty cows 
in a field. 20 ate chickens. How many didn't? Two. I don't know. I'm going I'm to read it. I'm going to say it a little slower. Right. 30 cows in a field. That's not slower. 20 ate chickens. How many didn't? <laughs> yeah <laughs> is that not crazy well played. well played yeah well played. that's like the the age-old uh what come first the seed or, or the the uh the egg or the chicken yeah it, it's just they, kind of it's a play on words it's great it's great yeah that's that's incredible so good stuff tell her all I right to her long yeah so anything else you think we need to say before we wrap this up no that's it you know yeah. I, I really think this this is a topic that needs to be discussed because yeah. it is something that we all struggle with whether we admit it or not so i think right. it's really good and i hope that you know our opinions are our opinions our thoughts are our thoughts and they may not resonate with everyone and people may sure. listen to this and say these two guys are crazy right. but i truly believe that we bring a different perspective to things and that's what makes it unique and i think that that at the end of the day if we walk away and our discussion for the past 45 minutes if it brings in uh if it brings one person to have that moment to say ah i got it that yeah. aha moment then yeah. for me time well wasted perfect let's sure. do it so I love it. It's it's great stuff. Totally agree. So for everyone listening, uh, if you have any questions about what we talk about, or if you want clarification, or if you have something you want us to cover, you can email us at performanceondemandpodcast at gmail.com. We will absolutely make something out of it. And even if you would like, we can include you as the person requesting the topic, or we can keep it quiet and just say a listener. But nonetheless, you can find us on iTunes. You can find us on, uh, we just got on Stitcher. You can find us on multiple uh, podcast applications. So please check us out, um, comment, um, anything, whatever you can tell us. Uh, please, we want this to get out there. We want everybody to hear it. But most of all, we want to provide value to everyone. So you got it for me, Jeremy. Last words. That's it. All right. All right, buddy. Everybody soon. Take care. Bye.